Hope you're all having a great long weekend, Masterminds. I know I did. I went out uh, to the Barossa Valley wine region yesterday for a wine tasting. It was uh, absolutely marvellous. Had some great food, some great wine, and uh, now back into it today just for a shortened session. I just wanted to give you guys just a bit of a recap of what's happening in the markets and also just some ideas and thoughts around where I see things potentially going uh, over the next uh, you know week or so. It's certainly a period where had this um, obviously this big whack over the top of the head with alts, but Bitcoin really hasn't moved too much or too hard yet. And I think that's maybe what's about to happen. We're seeing Bitcoin dominance really start to shoot uh, and altcoins obviously getting totally and utterly wrecked as we go into a week where we're having uh, you know a ton of data come out. We're having the, the interest rate decision. We're having a lot of uh, a lot more um, uh, again data come in from a lot of different sources in terms of what's going on in the US and the economy. So I think we're going to see, uh, we'll get a lot more clarity around where this market's going to be heading very shortly. And I think the US stock market, uh, the S&P 500, NASDAQ, are just giving us such a clear indication of what uh, people expect to happen. And I think that is very clearly a pause. Um, we haven't seen the CME change really at all. Still in the high 70s, the predictability that the market is pricing in this pause now, and they do not expect the Fed to raise rates uh, going into this session. So, of course, risk markets are starting to ramp. Now, it's a bit weird seeing crypto have this you know, big smash over the head, but it's really not that surprising when you see this enormous FUD storm again with regulators coming in, Gary Gensler and uh, hitting Coinbase and also Binance. So I do expect this to turn around um, sooner rather than later, but we just have to absorb this pain just now because a lot of market makers, large investors, they're selling a lot of their bags that are being implicated in these um, SEC uh, issues as well as Binance. I think there's um, a bit of downward pressure, especially on BNB token, which I'm a little bit concerned about. And I think it has, it has a potential to have ripple effects. But just that uncertainty on the on and off ramps right now is causing a bit of that suck of liquidity out of the system, uh, you know, paired with what the Treasury is doing as well. Um, again, it's just taking a lot of that speculative juice out of the system. Crypto is not getting much love right now at the moment. Um, uh, it is what it is. So let's just crack in. Have a look at some thoughts that I'm, I'm looking at now. Uh, there is no bigger uh, indicator for mine uh, than the 200-week moving average. We've been watching it uh, a lot. I know I said last week, guys, just watch the close this week. If we cannot get back above it, I'm particularly concerned of further downside into, let's say, the bottom of this pattern or into the noise area. So we're in the plan A, the drop zones. This is exactly where we want it to be. If you're looking to you know, layer in bids anywhere under that 26,000, you can look at 25,000. I think that's logical, the 25,000 uh, 400 down to 25,000 even. I think that is a fantastic area to buy at the bottom of this uh, descending wedge pattern, which I'm watching uh, closely. And I think this is quite relevant. I think this, this is going to play out and I think it's going to play out with uh, to the upside, but after a bit of a, a shock wick to the downside, I think that is potentially uh, on the cards because of this close. Uh, sorry, because of this close here, this big red candle has ripped through uh, the red line, which is the 200-week moving average. And also it's closed beneath the 20 uh, on the weekly as well. So that is a concern for me. It gives you an idea that the market direction is clearly down right now. Uh, and we either have to resolve this with um, either another testing out of this lower area of 25,000, you know, fill out this week here, uh, or it stabilizes here and we just, you know, come back up and recover this level. I don't feel that that is the case just based on the, um, the level of noise and FUD uh, currently in the ecosystem right now. Oh, and there we go. We've got um, BNB falling over just now. That's um, what I was looking for to happen. Let's just have a quick gander. Oh, yeah, it's ripping down. Okay, cool. Um, so we'll have a look at that in just a sec. I'm watching BNB particularly because of this, this pretty disgusting price action uh, and also because I'm a little bit concerned, just like FTX, 
where you have a an exchange which heavily leverages their own uh, centralized token. Uh, if there is a, a run on it, if people just lose confidence in it and just start selling it, whatever uh, that is, whatever it's being used to back. So think of liquidity pools, think finance smart chain, think all that. If it's just getting ripped, um, if their value is just getting completely lost, and, and Binance itself, I think, has a quarter of their overall funds um, on the ex on the exchange in BNB. So there are concerns. We do not know what's going on behind the scenes. So there's an, an abundance of caution. You just want to be hedging yourself risk from the exchange. So taking whatever you don't need to have on there off, have your you know your trades on there if you need them. Um, you know, to action and whatnot. Otherwise, try and use either another exchange or have your alerts ready to go, have your USDT on your ledger and transfer as you need to do this. That is how I'm operating. It's how Joe's operating. This is how we're operating broadly. Um, but I'm pretty concerned here if BNB loses this 230 level, she's going sub, sub 200, which would be incredible. Um, you know, it hasn't really been at those levels, um, you know, for a long time. But the the thing is, like, it just it has felt like BNB has been massively inflated for a long time um especially after this you know pump up here fundamentally you know why is it up at these levels i mean you could argue that it's been used as that that fee fee mechanism for the exchange and so there's a lot of volume pumping through but what happens when that volume starts to uh, you know uh, extract itself from the exchange you don't have a lot of that fee trading volume you don't have a lot of the speculators on the binance smart chain using bnb um, you could have a lot of people a bit scared. This does not look great. And I reckon if you pair this up with the FTT token and FTX, this is shaping up for a pretty significant fall and testing out the, the exchange. So Binance, I think, is going to be feeling like they need to prop this token up. They're going to have to maybe sell some of their collateral, potentially pop up the BNB price if they are overexposed and leveraged. I think this is one of the most important charts to be watching right now. Um, it, it, again, because if this breaks down, the exchange is going to be stress tested. There is every chance that this could halve in price um, very, very quickly. So um, I'm just a bit concerned um, just watching this. And I think there's some bigger things about to play out. And that's that's my vibe. Um, and 230, I think we're about to lose 230 and we're going down in the low, low 200s. I think that's that's pretty much on the cards. All right. Um, yeah, back to, back to Bitcoin just for now. Again, it clearly just looks to me like we're coming down. We're going to have that, you know, that, that gut punch into that area. So, um, you know, have your bids ready to go. I know I just said, you know, that you have to be very mindful of having your funds on exchange if you're buying these levels, unless you're wanting to use an independent reserve or something along those lines. I had a personal conversation with Lee uh, from independent reserve. He's higher up. He, he deals with institutional clients and whatnot. And, you know, he was saying to me that this is not, and I was asking him about Westpac, I was about Binance, and he was saying this is not a crypto problem, according to the banks. This is a a Binance problem. No, they're not, especially Cuscal, the third party entity. They're all kind of not happy with Binance that a lot of these funds are going over there to, you know, facilitate scams and they can't really bring any of that, that money back. You know, I'm a bit like, okay, well, scams happen a lot in Fiat too, but this is this is their route. That's how they're going. Um, he assured me that, you know, Independent Reserve collateralizes all their own assets. They don't use Binance's liquidity pools. Uh, currently, Westpac's very happy with them, so is Casco. So, it, you know, that could change. That could change. But so far, I'm getting, you know, hearing all the right things. So I'm going to um, run with that. Oh, yeah, BNB starting to go below 2.30 as we speak. Um, very, very interesting. But, guys, yeah, I think this is just that, that one to watch. This is that that final gut punch that we're waiting for. And I think down that noise area, if you get anything in this uh, the area on these support zones, you know, 23,400, 24,000, I think, we'll get there. That'd be amazing. And that's just strong buy area. And we're going to see how much liquidity is down there, but it does look like it wants to collect, collect some liquidity in these support zones uh, before it can really move higher. You know, stock RSI on the weekly starting to bottom out a little bit. You kind of, I kind of like where the RSI is 
quite frankly, is on the midpoint. You know, it's not crashing down here. You don't really always need it to be, you know, completely oversold. Um, unlike, you know, back down the bottom of the bear, um, you know, if we're still uptrending, this is kind of that almost fake out, I, I think. Um, so in my eyes, I want to see almost this. That's kind of what I'm expecting here. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, BNB falling like a rock. Uh, this could be fun. Um, okay, cool. Uh, let's look at um, BTC dominance um, because this is really occurring. And I had I hadn't looked at this chart for a long time, and I wanted to check it today. And this is some squiggles I did back uh, way back when down here. And you can see this was that higher zone, which Bitcoin tends to gravitate back towards out of bear markets. You know, it tends to grab a lot of the liquidity market share because it's the secure and safe sort of almost commodity of the space now. Um, this is really ripping. And uh, this could really go back up to that 200. I would expect it to go up almost 52% dominance. If we were to remove stable coins, then I think that would um, show this at a much higher dominance level, about 73. Um, I'll have to find where that chart is. But this just tells me, guys, that you don't really want to be in altcoins right now. You can be trying to pick out the bottoms on these and you can just dollar cost average into some of them. But this just tells me Bitcoin wants to run harder. It is going to. And this this, this is the worst scenario for altcoins right now is that um, where Bitcoin will almost drop a little bit in itself, go down a bit, but altcoins will uh, and, and Bitcoin will still gain dominance while altcoins get absolutely smashed and not gain any dominance as well while Bitcoin's falling but gain dominance. It's it's a really vicious sort of cycle that it's in. Um, but this is kind of like that that aggressive chop that we we do, do normally see in bear markets and at, at the end of bear markets. So that's the way uh, we're going to move. Uh, let me just check on something here. Um, All right. Um, yeah, let's um, pivot back to BNB. Things are just um, starting to motor here. I just wanted to check on something. Um, I had an alert fire and uh, wanted to make sure I was across it. Um, but yeah, it looks like Bitcoin's now starting to motor downwards. So we're seeing a lot of these uh, altcoin levels get tagged, which is very, very interesting. BNB starting to really cruise downwards. So yeah, it appears like we're in that that next gulp downwards. So Bitcoin, we can still have a look at this live. Coming back down to the bottom of this um, descending uh, wedge so yeah we're gonna have to see how that plays out and another thing guys i wanted to just um have a look at as well is when we have these big capitulation you know wicks and i'm just looking at matic here just as an example you see this massive gulp to the downside you know you could be looking to catch knives here and whatnot but you can always just watch this because it it can come back up and it often does this it has this you know big capitch um big capitulation candle and then it will have this little rally but then it will want to come back and really grind out this floor, um, you know, before it maybe has a rally to a higher level. So you can see this happen. Don't buy the, you know, the big drop unless, you know, you're, you're pretty confident and you're just layering in small amounts. Um, but you can wait and layer in, you know, these levels and then have a tight stop loss. I think that's really important to have. Um, just broadly as well, I wanted to discuss, remember how a little while ago we were hearing just everyone saying the dollar is dead, de-dollarization. I know I put my hand up and said that I just didn't believe it. I thought it was complete overkill and hyperbole. And I feel like that kind of sentiment, when you see it just permeating everywhere in the media, everyone talking about it and just expecting, you know, the dollar to hype and reflate. When you look at the data on the ground, it's just rubbish. That's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, and the process for bricks and all that is a slow one. It's happening, you know, over time and whatnot. Um, but I did that sentiment where it just feels like, you know, everything's headed one way and everyone's right about this direction. 
I feel like we're kind of in that with with alts. I think we're in that, you know, incredibly extreme sentiment one way. You know, everyone's thinking alts are dead, it's leaving US shores, all that kind of stuff. Crypto is global. SEC, you know, leads a lot of regulation, you know, that will reach out globally, of course. But I think we just have to be very conscious that this is what, you know, those big capitulations do feel like. Feels like, you know, it's over. It can be, it could be dead. You know, there's a, a very good chance that, you know, things could uh, you know, snowball from here and a lot of these altcoins won't recover, especially with these altcoins that are attached to the SEC filings and they're calling a lot of them securities. And, and Matic, that's why I bring it up, there's a few notable ones that the SEC is calling securities and there's things like Matic, Adam, um, and a few others off of my head. There is a list. But I think out of an abundance of caution, you just want to maybe stay away from them just for now. But look at the big picture, be objective. This is going to take many, many years for the SEC to, you know, take these cases and, and you know, to a federal judge and make the case that these are securities. This is going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. This is just a, a gut punch, you know, short-term noise reaction, which you can either pay attention to and listen to it and just completely risk-averse and move away, or you can lean in thinking that, you know, this is going to pass. And this is likely that that real capitulation, you know, buy when you feel totally uncomfortable doing so. There's two options there. I mean, I know I'm leaning into some altcoins yeah, I'm not really, I've never really been an investor in some of these ones that are actually called or the SEC is alleging security. So I'm not buying any of those, but I'm still leaning into those cryptos that have shown relative strength before this move down. Cause I think they're going to be the ones that really shoot back up the faster things like Litecoin, which I, I could not believe this, this got to, you know, low seventies in this move. Um, could it go lower? Yeah, sure. It could. Um, but I think this, this move higher and out, you really want to be looking at those cryptos with those, um, uh, with that relative strength that we have been following so so tightly um we also want to pay again pay attention to bnp here is climbing back up which is really interesting i think a close beneath this level though um you know will signal that further downside and this is sort of the stuff that you can look for in shorts where you know have that stop um stop limit sort of triggered under these major levels and if it closes there you know it kind of gives you that you know struggling to get back above 230 i wonder if it will uh, but yeah, again, very interesting. I'm just watching it like it's on a cliff, about to fall over a bit, um, a bit crazy like that. But uh, you know, it has a fairly big implications if it does. Um, just over here, the S and P 500 just looks phenomenal breaking out here. So yeah, this is what's giving me that 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 the one bullish narrative right now is that pause, is the risk markets, is stocks just shooting higher. I do not expect this to last. I think this is a pretty significant rally, you know, into an eventual pivot. Um, but that run, this is that that pulse up that we thought would happen, but it's just a real shame that crypto is currently not following it right now. So yeah, I expect it will, but you know we've just we've got that gut punch with SEC and Coinbase. So we need to um, just pay attention to that. Um, was there anything else I need to cover with you guys? I, there was a couple of on-chain signals I want to cover, um, but just in summary, I think we just have to be prepared for more turbulence, especially in the short term, as we try and ground out this floor and just confidence needs to slowly return with that liquidity. Um, so this is a, a look, this is the time of you know maximum financial opportunity in my view. Uh, in, in these moments, this is the buy the dip moments. So we buy when you feel uncomfortable sort of times. Um, it is again easy to say, but hard to do. Um, and that's what makes really good investors. And of course, you're not doing this just you know, throwing darts at a dartboard, you obviously want to be managing your risk as well. You can buy these levels, but also on your chart, have a invalidation point where if it if it does drop beneath that, then maybe buying this buying where you did wasn't okay and you're, accept, you're accepting a small loss, but then you're getting out and maybe looking for those lower support levels as well. 
All right, just wanted to quickly cover some on-chain data, which was uh, interesting, and I think it's uh, highlighting where the market is currently. Across the past week, Bitcoin miners have been sending a significant amount of coins to exchanges with the largest inflow equal to 7.8 million. It's the third largest inflow on record. So for mine, this is showing that miners are incredibly profitable at the moment, and they're hedging risk, and they're taking uh, you know liquidity out of the market. They want some you know capital, USD capital, in the background uh, to secure themselves and also just to hedge market volatility that is likely, you know, here. So, uh, yeah, very interesting. It also points to we've had a tremendous inflow of sell pressure on the market, but Bitcoin so far has been able to absorb it above 25,000, um, but we haven't been able to hold that 200-week moving average, which is problematic. All right, um, here's very interesting as well. The percentage of Bitcoin long-term holder supply sent to exchanges is making extremely quiet at 0.004%. Highlights a profound inactivity of the cohort amidst elevated market distress remaining indifferent to the Binance and Coinbase regulatory charges. So yeah, very, very fascinating. That that core holding, which um, I consider myself of, where we just look ahead to you know halvings, bull markets, and that longer-term investment thesis, that cohort obviously is growing stronger over time um, in, in number and, and also the value that they're holding. Um, and I think it's really, really important to underpin the network because it keeps creating this floor that's higher and higher and higher. And they're just they're, the conviction is just so high amongst that group that if this is all speculator stuff or um, selling out of absolute necessity or, you know, miners taking profits because they need to or want to. So, um, yeah, I think this is a really interesting point, guys. Just stay very alert. Um, be alert of sentiment. Be alert for another gut punch, but have a plan in place. I think that's super, super important. Hope you enjoy the rest of your long weekend, and we'll catch you again in the Alcoin Bible and also in the Discord. Make sure to uh, you know post anything you want to ask around what we're doing or where we're seeing things. Apart from that, guys, have a wonderful day. Bye.